Welcome to Me, You, and Weeboo, a show where our anime expert Metzger takes me, a non-expert Eric, on a metaphorical bus tour of the anime world. And who's that sitting right next to me? Well, that's you, listener, and up in the front of the bus, it's Metzger. Today we're talking about Jujutsu Kaisen, and today's episode name is Tomorrow, which isn't confusing at all. Metzger, what are we doing today on Tomorrow? Yesterday... <gasps> Sounds dramatic. Okay, so let's let's dive into this. We're we're looking at the mid-season finale, and let's just, let's just <laughs> get straight into it. I I don't know how to describe season season big season part. Um, okay, so we left everyone on a cliffhanger last week. We left everyone with. Uh, my very bold assumption that something terrible was going to happen to Professor Businessman Nanami and that we were going to experience loss in a way that which we never have before. And wouldn't you just happen to know it, that their genius plan to both attack Mojito simultaneously works, but also backfires. Yeah. Um. So... He it kind of recaps. It starts by essentially giving us the last moments of the last episode. And it says, oh, hey, we, we're both going to attack him now. I can't hurt him, but you can. And then they just go at him. Well, I guess that I jumped forward a little too soon because. Mahito is already aware of what they're going to do and has an eyeball pop up on his hand and is talking to the eyeball as, as if it is a second sentient creature that is going to be able to watch the brat and then report <laughs> back to him. Uh, that doesn't that pan, that plan doesn't really pan out. They start to understand that like he has a surge of cursed en- energy before he changes. Mahito throws up people. Did you did you catch that part where he just kind of bleh. yeah he he had them in his body which would be scary let's just throw that out there so he had them in his body and then he blets them out and then chucks them at quote unquote the brat which is Itadori and Itadori then has to deal with the fact that three mutated monstrous humans are after him and they're all like either play with me or they're like please for the love of god kill me they so, are begging for death yes which i mean relatable but still itadori does kill them uh mojito off screen off screen oh mojito says uh he's a foolish brat who can't reconcile reality or reconcile reality and his ideas to which Nanami tells him, well, he's about to. And then Itadori, seemingly killing, having already killed those those things, jumps out from like part of a building and smashes down on Itadori, say, or, or excuse me, on Mojito, uh, saving our businessman. And they, they pummel him. They pummel Mojito to where Mojito is like, is this what death is like yeah so they figure out there's like a a period in between his transitions where he's like harnessing cursed energy and if you attack him fast enough and time those periods correctly you can inhibit him from changing shape and so they just beat him a lot and he gets this as we call it in the business a near-death experience (laughs) 
And, and it unlocked his domain expansion ability. Which was a David Bowie spooky horror film. You remember that thing from the labyrinth when she falls, she picks the wrong door, she falls in the hands. Oh, yeah, it was, they make all the faces. They make the faces. So anyways, Go that is exactly... <laughs> she said down. <laughs> So, so that is exactly the experience that I had while watching his domain expand. Just all these hands everywhere, arms and arms latched. And we have our businessman inside of it and Itadori trapped from the outside. Nami tells us that he even, like, it's a height of jujitsu sorcery that he has never been able to achieve. And since... Mahito's ability requires him to land um to land his hand on the uh opponent and a domain expansion enables a 100% undodgeable hit that Nanami is in the palm of his hands. Yep. And Nanami has a near-death experience sort of so we see a sandwich and the sandwich i'm not gonna lie it looks pretty good i'm on a diet right now trying to trying to do what all on diets it's 2021 yeah we're all the on diet diets. is called democracy so anyways i'm just prepping for the apocalypse um part two electric boogaloo uh so anyways i'm on a diet and that sandwich looked good as hell and we're staring at it for like a hot minute and then we see our professor man and he's at a bakery and he's getting the sandwich and what's that on the bakery girl's shoulder is a little curse and he's like i can't deal with this little curse without making a big scene and he's also a businessman now we're flashing back to the time when he was just a businessman and we see him like having business conversations like, Oh, Hey, you're giving you you have in the palm of your hand, everyone's finances, a person's literal life. So take care of it. And remember that they're, they're the priority. And then some butthole comes up and he's like, the company's profits are the butthole. <laughs> <laughs> And so he's more like, dude, Nanami, you're too uptight. The whole point is to make the company money. Yeah. And, and fuck the customer. Yeah, at, at the cost of anyone else who gets in your way. And this is something that you can tell doesn't sit right with Nanami. He's like, what a jerk. But he he never says those things. He's just buying his sandwiches, having a good time. Nanami and never says those things because Nanami believes that jujitsu is shit and that work is shit and that life has no real meaning and that he has never been called to do anything important i just had an epiphany in the first episode yuji tells us that he's never felt called to do anything mm -hmm. and that by eating the sakuna finger is the first time in his life that he's ever been explicitly called for something or there's ever been something that he's been explicitly good at and here's nanami i don't i don't know how old nanami is i didn't google that but here's our uh here's oh i hesitate to call him middle-aged but um our, our boy's like 30 i'll say our boy's like goju's 27 
Hey, I'm 27. I gotta Mesker, do it now. Are my eyes? <laughs> Mesker, how my eyes oh, look? Oh no, Nanami is also 27. Huh? Huh? Okay. Oh, no, I, I business is shit. <laughs> so, so Nanami says that he's never had any calling in life, or he's had any no, never had any real desire to do anything. So, I might as well make money and then just spend the rest of his life chasing smaller pleasures. Yeah, make enough and... money to go live somewhere where, where the cheap. cost of where it's cheap, where the cost of living is low, and just uh, just have fun. Just fuck it, have fun. And we see him just progressively become more and more drained and frustrated with this idea of just all of life is money, money, money. money and he just repeats money. that over and over. And he's a sweet little bakery girl. She's so nice. She seems to like really have a connection with him. Uh, I think she was flirting a little bit. I don't think so. I think she just cares about herself. She cares about her job and the impression that she leaves on people. And she has a reason to care about what she does. She's a little flirty. Nanami, I think you're perceiving politeness and customer service with flirtation. And that kind of makes you a jerk. That's fair. That's fair. Sidebar on this one. Nanami tells her that... He has a job that makes a lot of money, but his job is useless and does not benefit society in any way. She has a job that, if it were to disappear, would affect a lot of people. A lot of people would miss their bakery and their baked Mm -hmm. goods. But she is paid substantially less. And it's kind of just a, a laugh at society. Like, isn't that strange? isn't the world stupid and she's like uh are you bragging and he's like no not at all let me kill this demon on your shoulder but there are these things called bullshit jobs and it's where a person doesn't feel like their job has any value or meaning to society and those people are like much more statistically unhappy because they don't feel like they have any impact on society yeah, he There's seems really so disconnected about it. from from base human needs. Like, oh, I make rich people richer uh, by taking their money and like may it reinvesting. Like, that's that's he feels like that's nothing. And I super kind of get that. I totally agree with him. His job, like that job, has no impact on society. Like, making rich people richer doesn't benefit society anywhere. I guess Some except for the fact say, that you pay taxes, but you would pay that in any job. Some would say that that actually makes the world worse. Take out the rich. Eat the rich, Metzger. <laughs> I'm saying it here, live on our podcast. Eat the rich. I really like that Nanami has this epiphany that he would rather help people and benefit society as opposed to just make money and go drink like Bahama Mamas in Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. And calls Goju. I actually don't know the cost of living in Costa Rica. Don't don't at me. Calls Goju. Thailand, like Thailand's pretty good. Thailand says uh, says, "Hey, it's Nanami. Why are you laughing?" Then Nanami is ready to accept his death in this imminent domain, and it's not a normal death. Can we agree? It's on gonna that? be bad. It's I, gonna I, be bad. 
this is not a car accident. This is not a beheading. This is this is not a normal death. His soul is about to be tortured and rended into a fucking cursed spirit and then used to fight Yuji. And he's just like, fuck it. I guess this is where we're at. I have no regrets. Itadori jumps from the sky. Literally, but I've seen Itadori just punch through concrete walls and he's like, oops, I missed. And then he punches through the concrete wall again. And I... Okay, so he punches through the domain, and then they give us a justification for this, that, like, domains are meant kind of like a trap to keep somebody in, but the stronger it keeps someone in, the easier it is for someone to get in. Um, so so Itadori is just able to break through into the domain and just save them, at which point Sukuna's spirit then has to interact with Mojito. It and gets touched. It gets a touch, and Sakuna's like, boy, I told you. Boy, you acting a fool. Boy, and then he kills him. (laughs) Well, he, sorry, mortally wounds him, but also not really. There's a monologue that says, there's no one in this world more proud or conceited. He lives guided by only his own pleasure and displeasure. Whether you live or die doesn't matter. Aside from him and then it flashes to Fushiguro. He likes Fushiguro. Fushiguro, however, yeah. Figuro. He likes Fig Newtons. So he's really into our Fig Boy, which is interesting. No, okay. All right. Question though. Here's the real deal. Here's the scoop. Here's the teen Vogue. Does he got mad feels for... Is Sukuna just a a Fushiguro stan? Or does he have a crush on him? I wanted to say crush almost instantly. I'm right now shipping it. I want like a weird romance between <laughs> between the two. But also, he has to stay inside Itadori's body. So <laughs> Oh no. Oh no. So Fig All is right. like here we go. He's holding hands, walking on the beach with Sukuna, and Sukuna is like, we will destroy this world together. And Fig's like, Ugh, I'm a sad boy. And then like Itadori somehow regains control of the body with his Itadori powers. And then he's like, uh, wh- why are we holding hands? And Fig's like, is that you, Itadori? He's like, yeah. yeah. And then he pulls away. He's like, bring Sukuna back out, though. At this, at the time of this recording, there's only um, oh, what was it? There's only eighty-two Jujutsu Kaisen fan fictions on fanfiction.net. Hmm. Well, I just made one more. <laughs> when a Jujutsu Kaisen fan dies and is reincarnated as Yuji's older sister, she must choose between following the script or forging a destiny of her own making. That's wonderful. I'm pretty sure and I'm gonna this read has it. incest in it. Uh, hey, can we just throw out that I think Itadori is asexual? You think Itadori? Okay, why? He's our first no. asexual shonen. Not that you have to have a reason. Like, I'm not trying no. to, but just like, where did that come from? I think he's real positive asexual character. I've never seen sexuality exhibited from him. 
even in the face of like, ooh, a new girl on my team, or oh, hey, here's a, here's a, I don't know, just literally any opportunity, or guy, he's just never expressed. Strike, strike that, Goju. But we all feel that way, so that's that doesn't even count. <laughs> I, I, man, the outline last week worked so much better. <laughs> It did, didn't it? <laughs> we were so on task. And we had some really good questions about some like deeper thoughts and not just this like, hey, uh, so I think Yuji's asexual. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like okay, but at the same time, like that doesn't really matter, I guess. Like I that I don't find Yuji's sexuality to be important to this story at all. As long as he's happy, I guess that's all that matters. Hey, Metzger, that's uh, the intro for this new segment called What Does That Say in Japanese? And so, you know that intro song at the start of it that, that's like all very Japanese-y? I actually looked up the lyrics this week, and that's what's in our new segment. All right, okay. so so the song in the beginning is called Sorcery Fight. It is the opening okay. theme song for Jujutsu Kaisen. Um, I'm only going to read some excerpts here because it all kind of dips, shall we say. Once you get one, you get kind of it all. A lot of bullshit, human nature, empty, illusory, uninhabited, ah, like a ghost. With a calm heart that makes mistakes. Furthermore, humans become stupid with bodies without content. The expectations that life brings is not fair without ability or to be opportunistic and unusual. Lack of personality on a fair basis. Memories continue to follow because there's no place for me. And then it continues on to uh, what becomes, I believe, the chorus, which is... Ah, what a feeling of reclaiming the future. Penalties for disability following the rules. I need the usual way of making sure, but I can't get my voice out. Ah, the night of the devil's non-covenant procession at will. Ah, despite being in the abyss of hell without magic power, heaven, death, reality, deprivation, and serenity. Don't ever give up your life. And it goes like that for a while. There's a piece that repeats, I ran and fell, guarding wounds that can't be lost. The world is waiting for me for times like this. It's a lot of real kind of grim and grimy discussions, but in like an upbeat tone. Um, so anyways, that's the end of this segment called... What does that say in Japanese? Outro. So, so you're doing. Wait, I'm sorry. I'm confused. Were you doing the opening theme or the outro? Oh no, <laughs> it's the opening theme for okay. Jujutsu Kaisen. Yes, but then the song for it, both the intro and outro songs, were Lost in Paradise. Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. Which I super get what they're getting to, like if you with the Jujutsu Kaisen kind of storyline attached to it. <laughs> I want to get a tattoo that is kanji, but says "feeling the mutability of love that I defend desperately." So when people like look at the kanji, they're like, "What does that mean? Does that mean like 
strength i could be like no feeling the mutability of love that i defend desperately so it was just a side note one of my coworkers, um i introduced them to mountain goats and they weren't as into it as i wanted them to be and that's when i realized i would never love again The worst part is that's totally fair. You're like, we can't be friends anymore. <laughs> I literally was like, it, uh, it even played the one, oh, what is it? No children. I hope you die. Yeah, no children. I hope we both die. Yeah, sorry, I need, <laughs> we're going to get a copyright license. <laughs> you, you would first have to be able to make money on something. Mm, okay, but also my rendition was flawless. Yeah. So he's able to kind of beat the shit out. Like we see a giant blood wound open up in Mojito and it's solely <laughs> caused by Sakuna. And we, we see him like get very injured and then just kind of slink away in a blob. And as he he's going down the journey, he goes away. Bye. He bye. Oh, no, wait, you're right. You're right. He, he summons a giant all of balloon. I forgot that that happened. And Edidori just punched him real good. But it's like when you punch the air and you just don't feel resistance. And then he did he did a trick trickery, and that's when he becomes like much smaller and then slinks away. <laughs> he goes into a drain. He's like bye bye, and he waves like a boneless body. <laughs> him which i thought was oddly adorable like i i thought it was cute oh okay it was a little horrible but also a little, little uh a little fun mojito runs away bye bye and muses over his uh do we want to call that a victory like uh, who technically won that so when when he slinks away, he uh, we have uh, our professor, professional man. He calls our valet, I believe, and he's like, "Hey, he's in the sewers. Look for him. He's weak enough. You could even beat him up." So we know that he's been weakened significantly because even our valet could beat him up. But also. The guy's like find finds a spot in the sewer and then muses over the fact that like he beat Itadori's soul. And I think the whole thing of the fight was that Itadori had to kill even mutated humans. And we see Itadori later kind of like dealing with that pain, how he didn't give someone like a proud death or a good death. It's that like they were mutated monsters asking for death, like not not good not great um and i think that that's why mojito considers it a win he didn't get to kill professor professional man but he also got to twist it Dory in a way that i think is the manipulation that is iconic to him i think if that pans out for him if it kind of becomes darker then that would be a win, even though he lost a shit ton of power from it. I don't know. Can they heal? Can curses heal? I'm sure they can accumulate more curse. Well, we know they can. They can use cursed energy to heal. Yeah, that's right. But like to accrue more cursed energy, do they have to just be supply it by the, the fear or the hatred that people have and all that? Like, 
is is it that you're dependent on the the rate of refilling from a given populace yeah i i don't know if it's like a an effect over time or if maybe it's a like they have to kind of like vampire feed yeah or is he just permanently like this low like is he low on cursed energy now because he got beat up that one time real good um i don't know i don't know the answer to you know that they can grow and gain power over time um so presumably it would be a, a time factor also um yeah and so we see um, Professor Professional Man and Itadori standing around this room of dead bodies. And Itadori's asking about like his lecture and all that. He's like, I have no lecture to give someone who saves me. And Itadori's like, I didn't actually save you with Sakuna. And they talk about like exactly what happened in there. That it was Sakuna who did the saving. And... Um, yeah, we kind of end on this like note of Itadori walking away, still stuck on this idea of like what does it mean to have a a good death, to to live and die in a way that is meaningful because he certainly didn't see that today with these broken and twisted people. Nanami says that people are not good or evil and that trying to guide them to their final end like their appropriate final end would be both arduous and exhausting. So maybe give up on that. Yeah. And I actually like his thing is very straightforward and like a, yeah, I hear what you're saying, but that doesn't sound great. And I personally wouldn't do that. <laughs> I really like that. That just responds to like, Oh, I see. Yeah. That's going to be a no from me. Like, yeah, I see what you're pat. getting at, but also, nah. <laughs> pat on the shoulder, leaves him in a room full of dead bodies. Yeah. He was like, gonna go cry it out, bud. It's okay. So that's just where it leaves us. And for once, it leaves us on something of a downbeat, which it, it I was kind of happy I'm with. I'm not going to call it a downbeat. I mean, it's not a cliffhanger, but Yuji says... Until I kill him, I won't lose again. Like, Yuji rings in 2021 with the resolution of, I'm going to fuck Mojito up. <laughs> A lot of people have different resolutions. Is yours involving beating a cursed monster to a pulp? Send us your resolutions that are curse-based uh, to our Twitter at anime underscore bus. Or just any resolutions, because some of us don't have curse-based ones. My resolution is to make myself a bigger priority in my life. Mine is to be the healthiest version of myself yet, and using my cursed energy to destroy all the curses in the world! Even the special grade ones, because I know I got special grade fighting powers, because I voted so in our, in our poll. That was so, so much to take in just then. <laughs> the healthiest version of you is the one that can destroy special curses. Moving on. 
Moving on. I was talking about that Oliver Twist thing the other day with a bunch of people. We we couldn't establish if it was the Tiny Tim character or the the um, Oliver Twist. And I was like, you know, the one where he's like, can I have some more, sir? And the guy it's does Oliver a really Twist. funny voice. I know. We figured that out. But then I did the funny voice. I was like, more? He wants some more. <laughs> he goes so high with it. Tell you what I want. I want some of that delicious looking hot pot so in the juju stroll. I was actually thinking about um, uh, I could make that because really I got most of the make that because you live in a higher uh, population center than I do. And you have access to uh, a more diverse. What I'm getting at is you could just go to fucking Del Mar to that Asian grocery store and buy all the best damn ingredients for hot pot. Here, here's the thing. Are you ready for this? You don't know Just what I'm talking about? before COVID, I went to a place that's literally five minutes from my house, and we had a hot pot hot time, and it was very nice. And that was the first time I'd ever had hot pot. And I was like, this is wonderful. And this wonderful, blessed Asian woman was like, hey, I will take care of you the whole time. And I was like, thanks. And she doted on me motherly like, and I was super into it. Eric, let's plan a day where we where we come visit you and we go eat hot pot. Okay. But it's got to be after the COVID apocalypse. Well, duh. But also, this is absolutely happening because I want hot pot again. It was very expensive. <laughs> it is incredibly <laughs> expensive. It gets um, very expensive quickly. You can make your own. It's pretty easy to do hot pot. Uh, if you want to be like super extra and invest in a good piece of cookware, you're looking for something known as a donabi. I could actually link you some on Amazon for like one to two people that are about $20. What if I didn't do that and then just did my boiling pan? All I'm saying is I'm pretty sure I could make that thing and it looked pretty good. And I, I mean, the panda ate it and he had a wonderful time. And if I mean, a panda they can literally it, give you the recipe for the meatballs, like which right is there. Good. and they trans translated into English for me, which was even better. Also, I, I got really love... stuck. Sorry, I got stuck on the idea that like I would just have Goju's phone number in my phone and I would just click it and it would call Goju. And I would say something real business professionally and then Goju would laugh at me. I, I was very into this idea where I could dial up Goju on my iPhone and he's just there. That was the biggest piece for me because he pressed the button and it translated Goju. <laughs> it did said Goju Sadro on it and I'm just like, huh, that looks oddly realistic to me. Like that, that's something that I could see in my mind's eye if I ever needed to recall it. Yeah. So so that was something I got stuck on. I don't know. I'm also I ask myself all the time, like, are the scrolls canon? And the answer I always come to is yes. They have played soccer with the one guy's head. They have <laughs> Goju actually hid in a vending machine to slide a paper that's a penis. All of them are canon. I, okay, I'm getting to the point to where, yeah, I think that they're actually canon. 
I think it adds more interaction because if they didn't have that, all we saw of Itadori interacting with the other two students was like this one time that they, you know, did an introductory thing and then, oh, they almost all died together and there was nothing in between. And I can't find realistic believability about like their connection without these little scrolls in between basically telling me that there's there's filler that happened in between that i didn't see but also is tangible enough for me to understand i uh, i i mean i agree with that like it is automatically assumed that the characters that you love experience things between the episodes yeah okay well we uh i think have covered the entire episode yeah wait did you see the intro for the next episode no no What, what was the intro uh well not the 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 next time on juju no i didn't see that our tournament arc begins. That's going to be exciting. It's going to be, I think, a little less at Adori. I'm excited for him to interact with his friends again and for them to know that he's alive. But I don't think that'll be for a hot minute. Yeah, I think they're going to go through this tournament arc first. Yeah, we're going to get to see more of the. We're going to get to see more of the. What kind of women do you think are sexy? <laughs> I wonder if he asked that, like at the beginning of the tournament. Wait. And then, like, the judge, like, flinches. And then he's like, what kind of woman do you think is sexy? And the judge is like, I... I, I, Ones that are into chess? And he's like, I knew you were boring! And then he fights the judge. I like to think that the judge, instead of flinching like you think he does, just goes, every time. Maybe the ju- well judge could have like a hey how many how many jujitsu sorcerers do you think there are? What I want to know is you know how usually when you like need somebody to referee something there's kind of like a referee circuit and you can yeah. like level up as a referee or it's uh-huh. like it's it's an outside like nonpartisan part of the thing. Yeah, but they're um, usually good some, at it. Somebody has to be like you, how many jujitsu schools are there to where you are not an alumni of one or the other and like where do you find a where do you find a jujitsu referee what if it's just like dave and he's like yeah they said they would pay me 75 bucks uh for this they uh (laughs) and also can you can you like reserve them for birthday parties (laughs) <laughs> he's like yeah i'm uh i'm lost prevention over at macy's but i uh i do this part-time and it's uh you know i pay some bills it's whatnot. just making i'm just trying to get the ends to meet and and also like i i kind of like seeing the people move faster than i can see with my macy's powered eyes i mean i got the lost prevention me. eyes when i put on the wig me. i go into a different person's body it helps me stay sharp as I approach retirement. 
<laughs> oh, so he's much older for you. Okay, I was imagining like a 39-year-old man who no, also does I'm, basketball. I'm totally thinking of like some guy who's like in his late 50s who just like referees all the like little league tournaments. <laughs> and he does this one because this is soccer, right? <laughs> He, he only kind of understands that it's different. He just thinks these guys are real athletic. <laughs> they throw <laughs> fireballs at each other. And also there's a panda. Okay, hold up. This is the... Just... Mesker, we're going into fan fiction territory. Yes, Mesker, this is the kind of fan fiction I need. Fuck the sexual stuff. I need more about Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, listener, we're we're approaching a very dark part of town. So hey, think... listener, it looks like this is actually our stop. Uh, we're pulling up. Oh, hey, it's Dave. He's standing right outside the bus. He thinks this is just a normal bus. Dave, <laughs> we got to take you inside, sit you down, tell you about the world. Dave, how'd you get so far and not know? No, Dave, this isn't a normal... No, the 22 comes later. Oh, Dave. Oh, listener, uh, come come sit by me and Dave. We're going to go inside, have some snacks, catch Dave up on things. And till next time, catch us up on your life and your... What, what curse-based resolutions are you making this year? Or non-curse-based. Or non-curse, because some of us just don't have that much energy. Some of us have just normal power and they're we're doing this despite our parents um <laughs> mesker that was the one girl she does the she does the oh kachas. that's right that's right her family thinks that she sucks because she can't see god mesker i pulled a harder callback than you do what the, what is this this is yeah, 2021 I mean, a weird time six days then I would like to cancel my subscription to 2021. I've I've not been enjoying the free trial. It's but we actually already charged you for it. It's uh Well I'll be oops. seeing you in court. And we'll be seeing you, listener, next time on Me You and Weeaboo. Bye! Indubitably.